Welcome to the Radically Embodied Love Podcast. Get ready to enter the portal of your cosmic heart so you feel bliss, joy, and union within. With each episode, you will learn practical ways to embody love in your life so it is felt and experienced. Co-hosted by Nasreen Barbeck and Jessica Falcon. Welcome to the Radically Embody Love podcast. I'm excited to be joined today by Laura Hosford. We're going to be talking about the womb and the power of the womb and the wisdom of the womb. Nas Barbic is not here today. She's normally my co-host, but she is out of town. And so I get the pleasure of talking with Laura all by myself and asking her lots of juicy questions as we dig a little bit more into why the womb matters and what it holds. Because I know for myself, most of my life, I never thought about my womb. I didn't even really consider it unless I was bleeding or unless I was having sex. I didn't think of it as anything that existed for me, for my benefit. And Laura and I met because we have a couple of common connections and I was told that she shares a passion for the womb and not only that but for Mary Magdalene. We're both part of the lineage of Mary Magdalene and are really passionate about her and her work and Mary Magdalene was a teacher of love but also a divine feminine oracle that really knew the power of the womb and that's one of the things that i believe really allowed her to do the powerful teachings that she did and bring forth that wisdom that came from her connection to all that is from the womb and so i'm excited to talk with laura about really just the first a basic understanding of Laura, why the womb matters and how you started becoming aware of the womb and its power. Hmm. Yeah, great question, Jessica. Thank you so much for having me today on your podcast and um, having this opportunity to go deeper into talking about the womb, which I am very passionate about. And that passion actually started for me in really the end of 2016. So um, at that time, I was teaching people how to access their Akashic records, and I had become very, you know, deeply involved in that uh, with my, you know, community. And it sort of like just opened up in September 2016, where my my higher self and, and guidance team said they were going to give me a download me with my own Akashic Records prayer, because at that time I had been uh, teaching Linda Howe's system. So I did receive that Akashic Records prayer, but what happened was it sort of opened the door for me to my next sort of own soul growth and beginning to know myself at much deeper levels. It really began what I would say the beginning of my own priestess and goddess journey um, as an oracle and to begin to really what I remember that um, I am part of the Magdalene lineage and that I actually am what I call a uh, 
a womb priestess is the term that I use. So what was interesting about it is what happened is I actually was kind of downloaded from my higher self. I downloaded um, eventually like seven prayers. And the first prayer that came through was really interesting, giving me a clue about the next sort of, you know, soul growth and area of passion that I would discover to know myself deeper in my own journey of, you know, heal or heal thyself. And the clue was that in that grounding meditation, which is all about grounding our cosmic energies um, in and to and through, um, not, you know, our chakra system, but it had the word womb in it. And, and also then connecting, you know, that cosmic soul light, you know, life force flow that flows through, through us and beginning to understand that it needed to be uh, anchored, not only down through the heart and the upper chakras, but it needed to come lower. It needed to come not just through the lower three chakras, but it needed to now include our womb chakra. And I was like, wow, you know, I don't really, like you were saying, most of us in, you know, modern world today, we never really think about our wombs unless we're, you know, on our moon cycle or maybe we're pregnant or maybe we're, you know, we have a, a disease that we're dealing with or in menopause. And, and I certainly was, you know, kind of in the, in the beginning of my own menopause stages at that time. And it was just kind of like, oh, I'm not bleeding anymore. Cool. You know, that's really cool. And, you know, um, you know, I was kind of like, yeah, I was looking forward to that and not really even thinking beyond that my womb was just at that time, just a little physical organ, you know, a physical or organ. And then I have my ovaries and my fallopian tubes and I have this, you know, female reproductive system, but not really understanding, you know, the true sort of origin or um, the real purpose behind you know, what the powers of our womb really have for us and that the, the role that our womb and our whole female reproductive system plays in the creation cycle itself. So it was, uh, you know, I then began to go on this expanded journey where I say the Marys because Mary Magdalene and Mother Mary became very active in my life at that time because they were both as, as I now understand it, on their own journey, they were both womb priestesses. And as well as Yeshua, they all knew these beautiful practices, these chants, these prayers, these very specific ways of working with the powers of the womb. And they were able to open up those powers and that powerful flow of their cosmic portal and ground into the earth. And this is where I believe that they did you know, they were able to produce the miracles that we hear about, right? And I did later, around a couple of years ago, almost three years ago, actually did study with um, the Divine Lineage Center, who uh, brought forward the work of Shri Kelweshar, who was no longer on the planet. He was here a very short time, but um, he actually, his mission as he... Um, he was born in India, but his mission was to find these ancient, they're not even scrolls, they're, they're called um, palm leaves. So these teachings go back almost 7,000 years ago to when the Rishis were on the planet, and they wrote down these sacred chants and practices 
that they knew how to work with the womb and the powers of the womb to to create to connect with the cosmic energies of divine mother and divine father and he actually came to the planet with a mission of finding these ancient um scroll uh, leaves and and that they were buried in the south of india which he did and they uncovered i don't know how many i think around 2000 or something like that and they actually he began to decipher the the language and they were written in a very ancient language called telugu that is not really i think spoken you know a lot in india but he was able to read it he was able to interpret it he was even able to draw pictures of the universal womb of mother divine and um and then he went on to be, to begin to teach students you know how to do these ancient practices with the mala and the chants and um it was you know very very powerful practices that he said he actually wrote a book the real life uh and teachings of Jesus Christ where you can actually learn these practices but um you know i took the the kind of the the two courses he taught about the womb and about the real you know i began to really grasp a bigger picture a bigger understanding of our womb as being you know the i am the place that we do actually create you know i know a lot we know a lot about that thoughts create right feelings create emotions create um our words create and all of that is true absolutely but i think the part that just going you know much deeper into the bigger picture of all this beginning to put all of these you know pieces together to weave them together and i began to get a whole new understanding that the womb is actually the generator of your life she is the generator it is where you know the energy of the formless pre-form pre-matter is constantly being um exchanged into the world of form into this world of more of matter of form and everything that enters into this earth plane is birthed through a womb <laughs> so when you even think about that for a minute you go wow i mean that's pretty incredible right and so i think that we just you know this knowledge this lost knowledge of the womb that was once revered many thousands of years ago before the fall that humanity went through we as women and of course men have a womb they don't have a a physical womb but they they do have the energetic spiritual womb in the lower dantian and you know this was the power that we held we that the yoni uh was really kind of considered the first religion if you will before religions the yoni was revered as at that time before we lost the knowledge and the sacredness and the respect of the yoni where everyone understood that all of life was flowing through not only our bodies and our chakras but that everything was coming like an elixir you know mixing together and being birthed through the wombs and that was creating you know the fertility of all of life and everything was in cycles was in balance and you know with nature at that time men and women walked on the planet you know more equally at that time i believe and so things were being birthed you know more in balance right with you know all of the senses all of the body um 
really coming together in this beautiful connection between the cosmic flow and then connecting into the flow of Mother Earth. And so that that ancient knowledge is what's been lost to us, Jessica. And I think that we are here, you and I and others are here to, you know, be the beginning of the revolution of the womb, I call it, <laughs> where we're beginning to really remember and awaken this ancient wisdom that, you know, to me, my womb has shown me is the generator of life. What that means that in every now moment, even though I'm sitting here and I feel very, you know, solid, right? We feel very solid and everything. We look around, oh, I can touch that. But that everything is moving beyond the speed of light so fast that in every now moment, I am totally recreating my physical body. And my womb is the generator of that recreation in every now moment. And just really take that in, take that in what that really means, because it's such a powerful statement because it means that we have the choice and we have the freedom and we have the power within us to to um, to implement any change that we want simply by beginning to remember and harness, you know, this flow of of life, right? The the universal creative flow that is flowing down from the universal womb of mother divine, I say the black light that is actually just recreating and creating all of the universes, all of the systems, all of the planets. And that is the connection that's now being uh, remembered, awakened and restored deep within, within us. And this is exciting for me because, and for humanity, because it means that, you know, in the, in the previous third dimensional experience, we were cut off from that flow of mother divine we were pretty much cut off from it and that's why we were sort of in this timeline experience of feeling like we were in a box and we were in a polar you know polarity field and and not that it didn't bring value to us but you know i really feel and what divine mother showed me um on my visit to france in the south of france in January and June of 2017 is she began to to show me where she was coming back. She was returning to this planet to bring us back into balance, to restore the knowledge and the wisdom that, you know, it how the importance of creating, of being prepared to create what we call the new earth, right? Birthing the new earth and that heaven was truly returning to this earth. It's so super special and beginning to, that that would happen through us. We are the, we are the channel. We are the emissaries. We are the ones of, of birthing the new earth, right? And, and this would all happen and that, um, that's why this knowledge was beginning to be returned to us now because, you know, as women and as men, that we're now ready to begin to act on this knowledge, to begin to act on the seeds of this knowledge, to begin to rebirth, you know, this ancient knowledge. And that it was time for deeper embodiment. And I know you talk a lot about embodiment and 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 let's maybe talk about that more because that was also what was shown to me through my own journey of being um, a very analytical left brain person, which is part of my genetics naturally, but yet I was 
born with a very, you know, strong right brain and I've just had to reactivate those gifts, but it was like taking a journey of even my intuition is a multi-sensory intuitive, which became very expanded on my caution records work and then opening that flow to the heart. But where I wasn't getting to that I knew I needed to get to was deeper embodiment into the lower half of the body, into those lower chakras that a, a lot of us, you know, is especially intuitives. And, you know, for most of my life, I wasn't really in my body. And so it was a real, you know, kind of like deeper wisdom or knowing that I now know that my womb, before I began to consciously awaken her and activate her healing and partner with her again, um, she was guiding me. She's been guiding me since I was, came through my own mother's womb on the planet. And, you know, I just think that is so cool because even though today we haven't, you know, we've sort of lost this ancient wisdom and knowledge that's beginning to return is, you know, you and I teach women how to go deeper in the embodiment process that what I've been shown is the heart and womb begin to, when your womb can be prepared, you know, when you begin to clear the space of your womb of all the traumas and the distortions and the imprints and the conditioning and all the things, right, that have happened, you know, inside our womb, our wombs have become entangled with other people's energies and, and other energies that are not, you know, supposed to be inside of this sacred vessel that's only supposed to hold, it's, it's the sacred vessel for your energy, right, your I am. But yet over this journey of thousands of years where our wombs as women and men became very invaded and tangled with other energies. And so what the Mary showed me was that we had to disentangle from all of these energies, you know, in through our womb space that are actually kind of distorting our creation. So we're all always constantly creation, right? we're constantly creating all the time, you know, consciously and unconsciously. And we know that we're mostly kind of unconscious at this state, or this is what science is saying, but where is that, where is that unconsciousness? Where is that subconsciousness? Well, it's in our womb and our body. And that's why it's such a blessing to be in a body because being in the body is the vehicle for enlightenment in my opinion, our body is the way because our body inside of us, we talk about, you know, the universe being inside. And what I was saying is that this journey of opening the heart, the pure heart, and then preparing the womb to become the chalice to hold the heart. So they become a twin chakra system. They actually eventually, um, become the true twin flame marriage between the feminine and the masculine. And this is where I think we're, we're all being guided and we're all being uh, on this journey to where we can begin to open up this portal because now I see the womb as a multidimensional portal is what she's shown me into the cosmos so that we can move, you know, freely again, we're, we, we, we can begin to experience ourselves as unlimited, powerful beings, right? Yeah, yeah, I love, there's so much of what you shared that's so, that I'd love to dig into a little more. <laughs> yeah, let's dig into that, hour, I know it was a lot. <laughs> I, we only have an hour, we could probably talk about this for several, but one of the things that I really, 
uh, appreciated about what you shared is that this is something we remember and this is ancient wisdom. The goddess was revered in the past. And my understanding from my research is that when the goddess was no longer revered and honored is when we started to lose this knowledge around our womb and the power of our womb. And it's not a coincidence because when we are truly connected to this portal of infinite wisdom, wisdom that is beyond time and space, it's the mind knows, you know, linear time and space, it's limited to right here, right now. When we begin to go into the womb and we begin to access our soul and the voice of our soul and this infinite time-space continuum, we begin to be able to live from a much higher place so that we can make decisions and create from this eternal self, our divine self, and no longer be limited to, oh, I'm just, as you said, this 3D human, I'm just limited to this form. I actually am so much more than that. And if I begin to, as I like to say, embody my divinity and use this knowledge of who I truly am to then create and live from that place, I believe that's how we set ourselves free. And when we do this, we are, as you were referring to this heaven on earth, we are becoming channels of heaven on earth through this consciousness that we're creating and for me i also believed oh let's just let's from the heart right like kind of these upper this divine um knowledge because part of the conditioning is oh the divine is up there it's just up there and that was rooted in this denial of the divinity of the earth herself of the divinity of the goddess, of the divinity of the body, of the divinity of woman. So as you know, so much of my passion is let's reclaim the divinity within the feminine. And going into the womb requires that we reclaim the divinity of our body and this portal of wisdom accessible to us and when we have access to that wisdom we can never be controlled again we can never be controlled because we become sovereign through our reconnection to our deepest soul truths absolutely and i love that so much because kind of like you very similar on my own journey you know when i was teaching Akashic Records, I had a very different perspective of, you know, bringing the flow down, connecting through records, opening the heart, flowing the information, all beautiful, all part of the journey. But what I began to understand that the Marys explained to me is that you can't just stop there. You're not meant to just stop here because you will not be able to become that sovereign, powerful creator. It requires you to be fully embodied. It, it requires you to, you know, um, to merge your divinity 
right into this this form mm-hmm. and to become merged together and that's like the descension and the ascension it's both it's and and both and they began to explain that we needed to anchor this flow you know our soul light flow our cosmic flow our i am flow whatever your words are into the womb so that we could then become the bridge and the channel between heaven and earth as above so below we are it and it does require us to become fully embodied in this form, connecting to Mother Earth, to her core, to her heart womb core. And, and that was, you know, took that whole divinity to a whole new level. It took it to a much bigger picture and understanding. And even since then, Yeshua shared with me, um, I guess about six months ago, a new definition that kind of totally blew me away because of actually Christ consciousness, because I was raised in the South. I was raised in Christian church, you know, which, you know, is fine. But growing up with a very different belief system that I have completely changed, you know, and and moved into what I would call more spiritually based. But he explained to me really that the ultimate sort of understanding of the Christ consciousness energy is that we are creators, that we're sovereign creators, that that's it. It's, it doesn't have anything to do with, you know, dying on a cross or paying for the sins of the world. Now, did that happen in my belief system? It did happen, but it wasn't about sins. It was about helping erase some of the karma. Karma just meaning for me, you know, the, the law of cause and effect that was accumulated on the planet. And in humanity, um, there was a lot of negative. There was a lot of negativity. So, you know, that was just, but that was a very, very small kind of narrow scope of what his mission was, of what he was here to do. And, you know, as I understand it, he also did the womb practices. That's what he and Mother Mary, Mary, Mother Mary Magdalene did, because they did those practices to bring this flow and tap into this flow and bring it into and through their own womb centers so that they could then begin to create the miracles to the miracles that that did happen that were manifested into this physical realm and maybe you know there's we know there's other masters who've come on the planet who have done things you know in the east or whatever like you know i don't know i'm trying to think of like in, you know walking through a wall or you know kind of dematerializing or materializing or materializing power objects and things like that, just to demonstrate, you know, that we, when we can come into that much sovereignty of our power, pulling back our I am presence into this body and beginning to really understand how to work with this powerful flow of creation. And this is the same creative power that flows and creates the planets, the stars that creates everything. We, we as co-creators, right, with the cosmos, is is Christ consciousness beings, we have that innate knowledge within us. We have that innate power within us. And to me, those are the real superpowers that I'm, you know, that I'm moving into. You know, I don't need anything outside of me to do that. It's all, it's all based in these connections with inside my body and my womb and my heart and my pineal. It's all based within restoring 
my connection to my cosmic energies, restoring my connection to my pure heart, restoring my connection to my womb as a receiver for unconditional love so that everything that's birthed through me is birthed in harmony between my masculine and feminine is birthed in love and unconditional love. And that's what creates, that becomes the new foundation for the new earth. And that's how we're going to create the new earth is my understanding or what they've shown me and how we don't recreate, you know, the previous, right. The, the previous third dimensional experience, because the, you know, what was happening there is, is the feminine, the masculine, as we know, were out of balance. Like you said, the feminine used to be revered and we walked the lands as the goddess, as the priestess. And that began to, you know, uh, disintegrate. And then we all, you know, things happened. And then it was almost like we're now in this sort of experience of the left logical brain trying to run life, right? Everybody's trying to run their whole energy field just through one little part of the brain, not understanding that we have a beautiful right brain connection to our creativity and to the divine and that we have our heart and we have our throat chakra, we have our pineal, we have our our womb, we have our whole body here, (laughs) you know? And yeah, it's like, whoa. (laughs) What I love about what you're saying is it's a really good reminder that when we go into the body, we're not just connecting with the physicality. And I love that you're, you're, you're bringing up these other energy centers that we get to work with consciously because from my perspective, I very much agree with, you know, that it's so essential for us to begin to really connect with the energy within the body and these energy centers that hold so much information for us. And I just want to kind of give a little bit of a broader perspective before we go in a little bit deeper with this, just for those listeners who may not be as familiar with say the chakra system or energy centers of the body, that one of the ways I like to describe it is that we come in as energy, as balls of light. We are energetic beings and that this energy of our soul, of our individuated divinity is what creates the physicality that we then experience as a body and that it creates it through these chakras which they're called in in most systems, even in ancient Egypt, they were called chakras. And that these, some people call them spinning wheels of light, Mm -hmm. are then forming the physicality. And so, for example, on a practical level, say the solar plexus at the core of the body is what would be called the solar plexus, is where so much of the light of the soul comes in and that's our power center our personal power center and then the womb would be its own chakra and then you would have our root chakra kind of leading down more to the sacrum the base of the spine the perineum the heart chakra of course we're all a lot particularly those listening to this podcast are a lot more familiar with the heart chakra and then moving up to the throat chakra the third eye chakra between the eyebrows and around this area the crown chakra And there are other chakras as well. Those are the seven primary. Um, Some traditions say that there are, you know, hundreds of chakras. I'm going to say they're a little more limited to seven to 10. 
Um, I definitely feel like we have more than seven, um, but those are the seven primary that tend to form our human bodies. And when we tune into say the core, what we're actually connecting with is not just like the physical stomach, right? But we're really connecting with the, I like to call it the inner sun, the energy within the core, as an example, that has its own memories, has its own wisdom, has its own energetic signature that we can go into and commune with and talk to. We have to learn how to open what I call the lines of communication in order to do that. But we can feel into and communicate with the energy in our body and connect to the subconscious mind. We can connect to the voice of our soul. We can connect uh to so much through the body and specifically with the womb i really feel it's 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 actually more than just our own energy field that we're connecting to as you began to refer to when you were talking about the womb and this guidance that you've received that when we go into the womb we really are connecting to earth energies I mean, just even physically, we're, the, we're really drawing up, you know, from our feet, from our legs into our womb, we're really drawing up the energy of the earth, which is our physicality. And that's what creates that level of embodiment of our soul and divinity when we can merge that essence of who we are in and with our physicality then we become able to tap into a power that is beyond physical power that is beyond mental power that is beyond emotional power that is beyond sexual power we begin to tap into a power that can start to guide us as to how to live when we learn how to deeply connect and so I'd love to talk a little bit more. I could just go on and on. I'd love to talk a little bit more about the embodiment piece of this because it's really easy for us to, I know in the past, it would be really easy for me to get really caught up in these ideas and these concepts and like, yeah, divine feminine and yes, portal and yes, wisdom and yes, lineages and yes, spiritual guidance and all of that. But it's one thing to know all of this intellectually and it's a completely different experience to actually embody it and feel it and breathe it and know it so that we're living from this because none of this actually matters if we're not attuning to and living as this. Mm -hmm. So if you could talk about your embodiment of this, because you mentioned that you sort of connect with this guidance and this Akashic records and these seven prayers like how did you bring it into your physicality yeah great question um you know it was through i think several different ways as i said i started out very you know i'm a multi uh, intuitive channel and an oracle and it was interesting how it seemed like the information was around my head or out here or sometimes it would come through my heart um, when i was tapping into my caution records but it, it was sort of like it all, as I began to really 
do more grounding practices, you know, grounding into my womb. I began to consciously do meditations, you know, power meditations to um, to ground and bring my my light, you know, my my flow, my life force into my womb. And um, and also, I would say with that, what really was helpful was doing yoga, doing Tai Chi practices. Um, you know, for me, I exercise a lot my whole life, but not all exercises is a ground you into the earth, I would say. I, I would say there are certain practices that, so, you know, for me, I was guided to do yoga. I did Tai Chi for many years. I did Pilates. Those type of um, forms, you know, are a bit more to me meditative. They help you to slow down your energy. They help you to you know, just work with your energy, become more conscious of working with the energy flow, right? Mm -hmm. And so for me, I really needed it because I actually have a lot of air energy in my own birth chart. And so it was challenging for me to begin to bring that energy down into my lower, you know, chakras you were talking about. And then as I did bring the energy to my lower chakras and even did clearing work on those chakras, right? Because we need, we of course do want to clear and balance our chakras, you know, of, of imbalances as well, because they are energy centers, energy wheels, and they are part of this whole system. I was able to reach a point where I was able to then be able to, I was ready to begin to connect with my womb, to begin to activate her voice, to begin, I had slowed my energy down to a point where I could actually find you know, the stillness inside that I needed to be able to connect with her voice, to connect with her wisdom, because to me, she is the seed of our soul. She is um, where we carry our, our, you know, our most intuitive guidance comes through our womb center. And that's what I learned. And my whole physiology is I did that, you know, I began to bring that energy down what happened was my intuition grew to a new level, expanded to where now my womb and my body, which, you know, our body never lies, um, became very clairsentient. So now my clairsentient, you know, is my most powerful intuitive tool. It's like my whole body and my womb became an oracle. And so I consider, you know, my womb is, is the seat of my oracle. And now all the... The multisensory that happens, the guidance, it doesn't happen out here anymore. It's all internal. It's all internal inside of my womb, inside of my body, inside of my universe, if you will, right? <laughs> so there was this beautiful, you know, just as I grew through my own journey, it just happened naturally in a way too, but being guided by the Marys to you know, do these practices, even breathing practices are helpful as well. You know, breathe, breathing is another powerful way to bring the breath, to bring the flow, to begin to anchor it, you know, and I use the word anchor on purpose to anchor that flow into the womb. And this is what we, some of the lost knowledge, you know, I mean, women in Africa to this day, they wear what they call waist beads. Why do they wear them? And if you can, you can see pictures of, women wearing these waist beads very low on the waist below the belly button because that helps to helps them to condition it's a conditioning practice that they're 
bringing that flow of their I am all the way down to their womb on purpose. It's, it's, it's in training the, it's an entrainment energy practice. And so of course, when I'm teaching women how to connect with their womb, of course we bring our hands, you know, we lay them on the womb or we can do the mudra, you know, we can do a mudra practice, you know, or we can put crystals, you know, we can lie down and put crystals on our womb or, you know, these are just some of the tools, but, you know, a lot of us, I mean, even if, I would say most of the population today is still even trying to connect into the heart flow, right? Even trying to, you know, you're lucky if you're bringing that flow to the heart, but how many of us, you know, are actually bringing that flow into the lower part of the body, which is the feminine, which is, you know, coming the body deva, you know, the physical matter, you know, given to us by mother earth, right? And connecting the cosmic part of us to into earth matter right heaven above to earth below is a it's 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 reconnecting all the parts of our soul uh weaving them into the into this body and anchoring them into the womb and then not only anchoring them into the womb but the womb as i've been shown the heart and the womb as they continue to mature and work together as this twin chakra spiral system this is what's going to open us and it's it's like a stargate it really is a stargate to open us into what i call beyond time space i call it moving into space time and i i call that that's the that's the bridge i've been shown that's the bridge to to the new earth because the new earth is the quantum field of unconditional love where we exist in space time, meaning there's very little time, meaning we're present in every moment in this quantum flow of life just moving through us without having to think so much or not having to do anything. It just opening, you know, and remembering the Stargate portal of the Trinity, of the Trinity connection you know connecting us to the multi we call about you know we say we're multi-dimensional and we are well this is part of the process and then coming into our sovereignty like you said so beautifully it's not just an intellectual thing this is a real embodiment of our energy of our sacred energy in this sacred vessel and temple and to me that's the journey that you know we're just now re remembering and awakening to and you know, it's just so beautiful because my womb, you know, I realized that she was to me, I sort of look at her like a grandmother, like, you know, a loving grandmother for me and that she's always been in the background my entire life. You know, she's been there with me as my guide, even when I didn't know she was there, she was loving me, she was holding me, she was giving me grace, even in the most difficult times of my journey she was there for me because she was reflecting to me you know all the the lesson or the learning and all the challenges because you know I, well my belief is when we're born in our mother's womb we receive the imprinting of the ancestry we receive the imprinting of our soul we receive you know all of that is sort of downloaded and, and even the shape of our yoni is very specific to our genealogy, you know, to our ancestry. And so we begin that journey in the womb 
uh, you know, for the first seven years of life, everything is sort of like laid out, right? All the sort of challenges we're going to go through, um, what we're here to learn. And, but our womb is actually the one who's kind of holding that blueprint. She's energetically holding that blueprint for us. But I've also been shown that as we go on that journey of growth, as we move along through life and we begin to know this deeper connection with our womb and we do the inner work, right? We do the inner shadow work. We do the inner clearing. We do the inner transformation that she also is holding the divine blueprint of our, of our dharma, of our heaven on earth reality. And that that actually gets to be activated, you know, on this journey and it begins to be activated, all activating all these beautiful qualities and powerful gifts that you hold as a soul. It begins to activate to me, even, you know, powers of miracles, you know, Sri Kralo Eshar stated to his students that all miracles come through the womb. It's no different than you birthing a child. It's it's no different than birthing the miracle of a baby, right? And that all everything that's being birthed into this physical reality is is a miracle. You know, whether it's some it's someone's idea, you know, their imagination, it's a project, it's a new relationship, it's revamping a relationship with yourself, it's a healing. Um it it, it all is being, you know, first created in, in the etheric realm. But then, you know, we receive a, you know, maybe a seed thought, a divine and divinely inspired idea, you know, in our pineal, it comes down to our heart chakra. And then we're like, oh, wow, I really like that idea. Or it feels like it really is filling me with passion or movement, or I call it like an impulse. I feel these as impulses of energy. And, and then it, it, it makes its way down into our womb. And there it gestates, whether it gestates for nine seconds or nine minutes or nine hours or, or whatever. It's, it's there in the womb gestating until it's birthed into this physical plane. And this process, as I understand it, is going on all the time. But the difference is, is that as we become more conscious and we begin to balance our feminine and masculine energy you know we begin to recognize and honor the feminine which is you know the um divine mother's heart energy we begin to open up this beautiful creative flow without restriction right without any restrictions or blocks um again we begin to communicate with all the parts of ourself and our soul anatomy including the earth including the great central sun including, as you mentioned, including even the moon, including even the galactic outer. And we begin to remember and awaken that we are that celestial tree of life and that we have all of these cosmic connections. All of these connections are meant to weave together in a perfect harmony. And I call this the, 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 uh, the sweet fragrance of your soul is what I call it, because to me, there's an essence of sweetness to it. And this is in one of my prayers where it talks about birthing the, the sweet fragrance of your soul. And what does that mean? Well, it means that you are, are awakening to your true essence. It's, you're awakening to 
the sweetness of your soul, of your innocence, of your purity, of your pure heart, of your your innocence. And we're bringing this, you know, divine part of us, our true divinity into this beautiful form and in weaving those energies and reconnecting, you know, the totality of our celestial tree from heaven into earth. And then this is, this is all beautifully weaving together with a purpose, right? With a purpose that, that you came, you came at this time to birth something very special in the new earth. I, I really feel, you know, very strong that each of us have a beautiful gift, whatever it is, a song, music, a, a you know, an artwork, a, you know, a new project, a new whatever service. And this is what we're going to see is the new earth continues, which is it's here now, right? I mean, it's not like it's over there. It's 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 being birthed at, within in each one of us, you know, through this connection of the womb. Yeah, and I I really when you talked about being an oracle, like your womb as an oracle, then when we have that capacity to tune into the womb and hear her voice and access that deep wisdom and truth that resides within the self that allows us to truly harness our own power because if we are making decisions from the mind from what we see with physical eyes if we're acting from that linear logical place we're told to act from and in many ways until i started going into my body it was the only way i knew how to act from i didn't know any differently i didn't know that i could go into the body and go into the heart and go into the womb and access my own deep soul truth and wisdom that extends far beyond what my mind could ever know and then allow that to rise up into my awareness allow that to rise up into oh i'm choosing to honor self soul divine truth not be limited to what others know or what others understand mm -hmm. and as we do that we connect to as you said our not only our inner truth but our inner purpose our inner dharma our inner mission our our inner desires for what our soul actually wants to experience because what our soul wants to experience in this lifetime can often be incredibly different than what our mind thinks it wants to experience. And we can stay locked into these old patterns of relating, old patterns of being, old patterns of living, contingent on the external world, looking or feeling a certain way that we think it's supposed to look based on how we've been told it's supposed to look, rather than whew, coming into the self, coming into the body, and living from our divine truth, living from soul, which can only be accessed from inside of us. And it's something we've been kept from for thousands of years, that we even have this capacity, much less how to access, how to connect to the body, how mm -hmm. to hear the womb, how to go into these lower chakras, that often 
unfortunately holds so much trauma and holds so much fear because of what we've experienced, because of things that have happened to us. Yeah. And part of going into the womb, I feel like we probably need to wrap up soon. Um, oh, wow. I can't believe the time's flying It's already so been almost an hour. But wow. part of going into the womb is, is healing these things yeah. that have happened. Because yes. I feel like we have to mention that, you know, when we're talking about the womb, particularly mm -hmm. sexual trauma, when we go in, there is the healing of that. And oh, yeah. Because so often I know myself, I used to think that what happened to me limited me or defined me. And when I learned how to, was guided into how to go into my womb, I was able to reclaim my womb as my own full womb sovereignty so that I am no longer limited by any past experience, whether it be sexual or otherwise, any form of trauma is not who I am, does not limit me. And part of going into the womb and accessing its power, I believe, is remembering that, is remembering who we are beyond our physical experiences. Well said, well said. And, you know, another thing the womb showed me in this healing, because um, we're not only healing lifetimes on the earth, we're healing other lifetimes, even we've been in other, you know, star systems, other planets. That's also part of this healing because we carry those traumas. We carry those imprints in our cellular memory. So this is like, I was shown so much bigger than the earth. Like this, this whole earth, you know, this whole ascension or revolution or evolution process we're going through, humanity and the earth together to birth the new earth and shift the consciousness is, I think, a lot bigger than we, than we actually realize. And, and we're being, we're receiving, and I was shown, I mean, when Divine Mother showed me that day in France, looking up at the trees and the winds had changed, she, burped, she was coming back for her children on the earth to make everything right, in a sense to, not right, but to bring everything into balance, you know, again, so that we could experience this planet is the true Garden of Eden that it is. And because it really is. And so... I believe in that divine plan. I know that that's true. And I know that on my own journey, it's interesting because, you know, all of these are tools, right? The Akashic Records and many other healing modalities we've studied, they're all tools. But when I began to do this work in rec reclaiming and remembering the power of my womb and embodying my womb again, embodying that's truly sovereign. If that's true sovereignty, not just an intellectual, but in a physical way on every, all of the light bodies, that this was the true power. And that as I recognized that, I was really becoming, I would say, probably my own, not just womb priestess, but my shaman. My, my shaman avatar was being rebirthed because women were the original shamans on the planet based on my research. Mm -hmm. But, and men are shamans too, but you know, I think the important point I wanted to make on the, in the end of this call is that for me, it was all kind of an evolution that, yes, we have angels, we have helper guides, we have, you know, ascended masters, and all of that is existing in the cosmos. 
But what I came to understand, if I really wanted to come back to my sovereignty and I really wanted to begin to trust my inner wisdom, the inner voice of that intuitive guidance, of that feminine guidance from my womb, um, that meant that I needed to see myself in a much bigger expanded way as being equal to all of these other beings aren't on a pedestal. They're not higher than me. They're not there to even tell me what to do. It's mm-hmm. not about that. Mm-hmm. They can hold space, but it's all about me coming back to the real truth that I am already a divine sovereign being of love and light. And that is where I'm returning to. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Beautifully to, said. Uh, own it. Yeah. Own it. Right. Owning it. Yeah. Owning and releasing it. what is not that. Exactly. Releasing everything else that is not that, all the entanglements, the other people's energies and pains and ideas and beliefs and all the things. And I, I think I'm just so super grateful that you and I and other women, you know, the, the womb is, there's a real womb revolution going on on this planet. And Jesus and, and Mary talked about the, the womb of the world. And we're creating a new womb of the world. What I call, you know, it's the new earth. That's the new womb of the world, the new earth being born, everything being born in balance with the feminine and masculine, in respect, in love, in honor, in peace and harmony, and all of those beautiful energies, right? Yes. <laughs> that we all want, you know, more and more with the earth, with Mother Earth, as we partner with her together, because it's a partnership. You know, so, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Love ending on that note. It is a partnership between us and the earth, between us and the earth, because we belong here. And for so long, I think we have not felt as if we belonged here. Many, many souls have, have suffered so much trauma that returning to this is where I belong and it's safe to be here is a huge part of that womb reclamation. And as we wrap up, I want to um, say just a couple quick things. Um, one, just to our listeners, you can begin quickly just by, as Laura stated, putting your hands on your womb, breathing into your womb, and just connecting just that simply, just begin that simply. And I know, Laura, you also have a free gift that you want to offer. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you want to just mention that briefly, and we'll put the link below in the show notes as well. Yeah, so I just created a new journey um, into uh, the black light with Mother Mary. And so Mother Mary guides us into the journey of the black light. The black light is the cosmic connection in our womb space. We also have a connection to the earth, but this one is specifically leading you to and through that journey to meet your inner wise woman. And there is a channeled message there from Mary Magdalene. And it does, it also um, has some beautiful spiritual frequencies embedded into the track. So it's a really beautiful track and um, love to share it with your community is a a nice little meditation they could get started with great and where can they find you what's your website um my website is simply my name laura hosford.com that's l-a-u-r-a-h-o-s-f-o-r-d.com beautiful laura it's been so much fun i really feel like we could just go and go and go and go and go (laughs) it's been wonderful it's been such a great conversation loved it Thank you so much again for letting me come and share with your beautiful community today and, um, you know, be well and sending much love your way and to everyone in your community and 
you know, just be well and be at peace with your womb. She loves you so much. Yes. Thank you, Laura. It's been so fun to be with you all. Leave us your comments below. Let us know if you have any questions. Be free. Be sure to get that free gift from Laura. I will put all the links and have fun connecting with your sacred womb.